0: I am in a place on my faith journey where the story of Job wasn't my go-to. It used to be in my past. I would go and look at that. Even thinking about Job sitting on that ash heap scratching with broken pots doesn't somehow... does it somehow comfort. He lost everything and God returned it to him. Because my natural mind tells me that he didn't just all of a sudden get everything. Like, poof, it's all back. It took time, especially with that crazy wife he had. You know, the one who told him to curse his God and die. Because she was embarrassed because he was sitting out there, you know, scratching (laughs) with broken pots with his crazy friends out there talking to him, speaking craziness. Anyway, I'm in a, I don't know how to say it, but I'm content. You know where Paul says he's Learning to be content. The place in which I am now. I've been going around this mountain a very, very long time. Longer than I ever wanted to. And even though I can see the hand of God in my circumstance. Even though I... And those around me have benefited from the hand of God in my circumstance. I'm just truly tired of going around this mountain. I am. I find myself when my husband is praying and speaking the word and we're doing our Bible study. I find my mind uh, not as attentive as it used to be. And my mind is wandering and wondering about why I'm still going around this mountain. I get it. I get it. I I have to learn to remember who I am in Him. And yet the frustration of going around this mountain... Ugh one more time just bugs me. It's like, what am I missing? Did I miss an off ramp? Did I stop somewhere in the valley and build a city? What? What is it? No, it doesn't have to do. It's not, it's not God's failure, but I'm wondering, what did I do, say, or believe? That caused him to allow what was going on. Now in the book of Job, it was Father who set Job up. You don't believe me? I don't know what translation you have. But when you go back there, he says to Satan... Have you considered my servant Job? Now, I understand when the father brags. I do. I do. I understand when he brags. And I like when he brags. And I get that the discourse in that portion of scripture is that, you know, Satan sought to discredit Job and, You know, yeah, the only reason he's faithful is because uh, just the thought of me and my discomfort, my my temporary discomfort. Because without a doubt, I know that I will come out on the other side of this uh, blessed and happy and rejoicing in the lord and i don't know i'm to a point in my faith walk now that i'm just like why don't i just rejoice you know that scripture that says just you know rejoice when you fall into diverse temptations yeah i could be giving you scripture addresses but All these things should be as in the front of your mind, as your favorite movie quote or your favorite song, line of your favorite song. Oh, man, the words should be so ingrained in your head and in your heart and in your very self that when someone says something even remotely Related to a scripture. Your spirit. Stands at attention. Oh I remember that. Causes that you. That, that, that adrenaline thing that goes on. In your mind when a memory happens. Yes yeah, that verse that talks about. Being pressed on every side. and Yeah. That's where I am right now. But in the middle of myself. I'm content. God is God. I either allow Him to be God in my life, or I don't. I either honor Him as God in my life, or I don't. I know a reason for the past few years when I think of the names of God. You know, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Sidkenu. He is truly El Shaddai. <laughs> but I don't think of those names in compartments anymore. Like, like if there's a sickness in the body, he is Jehovah Rapha. No, he is Jehovah Rapha in every area. He can heal, um, lack. He can heal. Any any area, Jehovah Rapha is not just compartmentalized to one area. El Shaddai, the many-breasted one. My God is more than enough. He supplies all my need. Yeah, yeah. Jaira, provider. <laughs> Oh, my, my, my. I learned a long time ago to stop compartmentalizing God, putting him in these little boxes in little places. You know, it says, you sent your word to heal my disease. I have become... Ah... Uh, I won't say become, I've learned instead of to say disease as in like famine or that, I've learned to say dis-ease. Because the word of the Lord can change, will change, does change every circumstance. It's just a process that bugs us. How long How long, God? How, how long? (laughs) And then my mind goes back to Pharaoh. You know, when the plagues was happening and he was speaking to Moses and it was just a disgusting place. Think about it, you know, the, the bloody water was stinking and there was flies and, frogs and all kinds of stuff going on and yet when asked and you wanted it to end Pharaoh said tomorrow he didn't say right now he didn't say at this instant (sighs) that's because he was contemplating wait what I gotta do that's the flesh right there what I gotta do I know at the very, very beginning, uh, when I learned my, I guess you want to say it was my teenage years of my of my faith journey. Because as a baby, baby Christian, man, I was all in. I prayed about everything. I prayed about grades. I prayed about the bully. I prayed about the walk home. I prayed about the clothes. I prayed about everything. That's the beginning of my faith journey. But those teenage years, man, hmm. Certain portions of the model prayer I wouldn't pray. Because I wasn't sure I wanted his will to be done. So I didn't pray that part. (laughs) Ain't that teenage thinking? Anyway. Right now. I am in my. Senior years. My faith journey. Which means something to me. Because there are certain things that I should just know better. About again, I've been going around this one particular mountain for far too long. Far too long. And I want to be able to, I don't know, display and minister to those who is under my Spear of influence, you know, the ones that God has trusted to me. To not be abstinent. Know <laughs> that word doesn't always mean what you think it means. I mean, okay, let me rephrase it for those of you who's going to have a problem with that word. Don't be surly. Don't be... Um you know where you shut down your mind, it's like, eh, fine. Don't be like that with the things of God. Especially when you're in the middle of the battle. Just okay, God. I don't know why you're allowing this, but obviously you know me better than I know me. Obviously you know that I am stronger in you than I am. I'm out lonesome. It's easy to shut down and call it faith. It's easy to get that two year old tantrum thing going across your arms and sit down. Fine. Fine. I'm just going to wait. Yeah, that's not faith. Yeah, I just did that. Side noted I was told. That my, my my podcasts are too direct, not floofy enough. Well, you know what? Back in the day, at the beginning of my ministry, I asked God about what scripture I could base my ministry on because someone who I looked up to spoke about her ministry in the scripture that God based it on or gave her it was based on you know and so I there I was you know God give me one two da 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 da." and the scripture was about breaking up and rooting out and tossing over so (sighs) that's where I am again I'm tired of going around this mountain so I am in a okay Not certain why I'm here, but I'm positive God will tell me. So now my prayer when I pray is not God bring me out. It's not God fix it. It's not any of those things because that wasn't his plan all along. My prayer is wisdom. God, give me the wisdom to know how not to go around this mountain again and in this circumstance i don't see the the tools the building blocks the the provision or any of those i don't see any of those things because in, uh, in on this mountain it would be too easy and i know that it would be too easy to latch my faith onto the Tools. Than it would be to latch my faith onto the provider of the tools. <laughs> minister to me whether minister to you or not, but I, I get that. Many years ago, and I'm aging myself, I guess. The president of the United States, which was the first stimulus, I. Was aware of, he promised to give everybody three hundred dollars, and I was like, "Wow, yes, I need that three hundred dollars." So every day, I was at the mailbox looking for my three hundred dollars. Every day I went to the mailbox. Every day my faith did not falter that that three hundred dollars was not going to be in that in that mailbox it was like oops okay not today it'll be here tomorrow oops not today it'll be here tomorrow not once did i ever stand at the door and look at that mailbox and think it's not going to be here again but i'm going to go and i'm going to look in the mailbox (sighs) i know it's not going to be there but please god let it be there not once not once did i ever take that attitude not once Every day, every day, I skipped, hopped, danced to the mailbox. Yeah, president said he's going to give us $300. Yeah. And that's where I was. And I'm going to tell you what. When I saw that envelope in there, that check, that Statue of Liberty on there, that $300 with my name on it, I was like, yes, God came through. But you know what? I hadn't hung my faith on God for that $300. I hung my faith on the word of the president. Yep, I sure did. Sad commentary, but I did. I tithed off that money. And in my opinion... It was instantly gone. Instantly. Like poof. It was gone. <laughs> oh, I quoted scripture all the way to the mailbox. Faith without works is dead. Da-da-da-da. I have to believe the money's gonna be da da da. Oh yeah, I did. I I had a all out praise situation going on. On the president's word. Now. Fast forward. To today. I have a word. From the Lord. He simply said. Trust me. Did I immediately. Hang my faith. On the fact. The truth. That God has never left. Nor forsaken me no no i whined i moaned i complained but god but but god don't you see oh lord man in my head i had my my hands on the horns of the mercy seat and i was going in uh, yeah no stop let's don't do that been there done that it don't work but you know just like that two-year-old throwing themselves to the ground, having that tantrum. It's unbecoming and disturbing to see an adult do that. Can you imagine you're walking in the store and an adult is having an all-out tantrum on the floor? Ooh, somebody called 911. Anyway, in my faith walk at this point... I am choosing to hang my faith on the word of the Lord. Just trust him. I would rather have my praise now than foolishly at the end of it. Because, I mean, man. Praise him in the midst. That is why the worshipers went out. Before the warriors, back in the days, the Bible tells us the worshipers go out first. You know, the praise team. Yeah, y'all don't get it. That's another sermon. <laughs> anyway, the worshipers went out first before the war began. Can you imagine? Just imagine yourself. You're, you're going to war and the praisers. You see these people praising and thanking God for giving them the victory before the war even started. Now, that has to mess with you in a way. You have to be looking like, wait, they're already praising Him, their God. And we haven't done anything yet. Thrown a spear, shot an arrow, and they're already thanking Him. You know... pastor name Dennis Leonard many years ago had this sermon series that says that (laughs) our faith walk is a fixed fight we already know the end we already know who loses (sighs) we just have to go on with the show that's my paraphrase of what he said because at this moment at this time as I'm saying this to you I have gone around this mountain long enough. So, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop going around the mountain looking for the exit. And I am going to sit and just wait for the Lord to show me the exit. It's that simple. In the natural, I Google it. I sure do. I will sit down with the navigator and... Point out the directions. And so, this day, I choose to go about my business understanding and knowing that God knew and is not surprised by my present circumstance, me. I thank God that He has given me a partner who can and often, often, does point me in the direction of our navigator. That's a blessing right there. Hmm. Also, another sermon. Anyway, I will leave you now. But I admonish you. Don't have a tantrum. Get up, wash your face, get dressed. God is God. If you profess Him, He's God. I remember, oh, a long, long time ago, I went through a series, well, a long, long time ago. I guess I want to say it was at the beginning of the Mount. Of, of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to characterize it. But we were in a place where They were threatening eviction and foreclosure and whatever on our home. And and I heard myself say to someone, you know what? If we're evicted, I will just sit on the box and wait for God to tell me where to go. And I saw it visually in my brain, me sitting in the box. And yes, we did lose that house. And you know what? (laughs) The place we had to go was immediate. It was weird. It was weird in how it happened, but it wasn't weird because it was God. I don't know. I don't even understand my state of mind back then. Either way, I did have that state of mind, so it, it just boggles the mind how we can forget He is who he says he is. He is who we say he is. Our actions don't always show that he is who he is. And that one verse. If God be for you. Who could be against you? And then there's my friend. Her saying is, you, you do know he could kill you, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't understand it, but I get perfectly, I, I perfectly understand it's okay. I understand her perfectly is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, so not to keep you long, just make the decision today, right now, at this moment, either he's God, or He's not. You have made Him Lord over your life, or you haven't. It's that simple. Choose this day who you serve, because as for me and my house, we are simply waiting for directions.